Attention Cloud9 shoppers. Hello everybody, welcome back to the break room, or welcome to the break room if it's your first time. We are a Superstore fan podcast. Thank you for joining us. We are in the middle of our TB restock where we rewatch Superstore from the very beginning. My name is DJ and Lyo and I am your host. Here with your great co-hosts and most recently married, Jordan <laughs> Weekend. Hello. <laughs> And Casey McGeorge. How's it going, everybody? Going well. Right, good, good. <laughs> how was the honeymoon, man? How, how's the how's uh, life? I didn't want to come back. It was uh, it was nice. Uh, I, I like going to Europe. That was pretty cool. Um, that was my third time in Europe, so that was uh, that was great. <clears throat> but. Um, yeah, we, we pretty much slept until 1 p.m. every day because we just really never adjusted to the time change. So uh, we were pretty much sleeping all the way till 1 and then not getting over to the parks uh, until... Because we went to Disneyland Paris. And until like sometimes 2, sometimes 4 o'clock was the first time we are getting in there because um, we'd gra- like grab lunch beforehand. But... Uh, yeah, it was uh, it was great. One of the some one of the parks was open till eleven, so we had plenty of time. You know, once you wake up at one, you know, you still have until eleven. Uh, but the day that we actually went into Paris, the city, that was the one day we actually woke up early, so we could take the train in and spend the whole day in the city. Nice. There you go. That was great. Yeah, congrats Thanks. to congrats to you. Enjoy, man. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry, sorry everybody for the delay, but uh, we are back. And we are doing a couple episodes a day. Season 1, Episode 7, Color Wars, and Season 1, Episode 8, Wedding Day Sale. Uh, We'll start with Color Wars. This was directed by Andy Ackerman, written by Jack Kokoda, and aired the 25th of January, 2016. Alrighty, so the... uh... Alright, Color Wars. Glenn announces that all employees will receive a $100 bonus if the store reaches a sales goal by the end of the day. Ben has an encounter with Amy's husband. And Dina and Glenn plan a celebration. Oh yeah, it's Jonah. Oh man. Yep. <laughs> yep. Okay, so that should be Jonah. And yeah. initially... Uh, okay, so initially it's... Pizza the, party. The bonus is held <laughs> until the end. Of, yeah. Uh, but that's okay. Hey, that's okay. All right, everybody's initial thoughts. Uh, like I said before in our episode countdown, this is the one that got me into the show. This is the first one I ever saw. Um, so it was nice to revisit. Uh, and I just love the, the cookout, you know, that he's a grill master that, that posts on YouTube is, is pretty funny. Um, but yeah, it's always an enjoyable episode. Definitely. Um, Casey, you just rereading that synopsis just makes all the makes me remember all the laughs in this episode. It's 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 pretty much just constant laughs. I think that's why it's all in our top five. So yeah, this was a great episode. Um, this was definitely worthy of being in our top five, without a doubt. And honestly, this is the reason why there was not a episode last week was Jordan hadn't come back yet from his honeymoon. And DJ and I were talking, and we, we our schedules didn't line up, so we were going to try and get one out like Sunday or Monday. But then as Jordan was getting ready to come back, we were like, hey, this is one of the bigger episodes that we had talked about and everybody had liked. Let's try and see if we can get the whole group together to talk about it. Like It, it would have seemed wrong to talk about such a big episode and not everybody being here. Um, I loved it on the rewatch and there's on the rewatch there's some things I'm noticing obviously now with, with the uh, with hindsight um, there's callbacks in, the, in season 3 to these episodes that I didn't know of and 
it, it's not on the same level, but it's kind of like Arrested Development, where the more you watch it, especially the later stuff, you'll start realizing these things are, there's stuff that they're talking about during the earlier seasons. It, it's so hilarious to start off with when um, uh, Garrett is trying to time the, the Glenn coming in with the music and misses it because he was so far away with his music playing. And everybody just hates the, like, every, like, he comes in, he's like, it's Color Wars time, and everybody's See, that's something I totally forgot about. I totally forgot that this wasn't a one-time thing for them, that they've all experienced this before. Um, so I wish, I wish we'd get another Color Wars episode now. (laughs) That's it. Yes! I was just thinking the same thing, like, this should be something... They should mix up the teams and, and, and like, yes, yeah, just they should be a recurring Halloween. episode. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, yeah. uh, how Brooklyn Nine-Nine has their Halloween episode. Th- they should, this should be the recurring thing. It, like this and a Black Friday What if they did Color Wars should one be a Black Friday thing one year? For them every year because, <laughs> oh, God, oh, uh, that, uh, that sensory overload. Because that would right be, there. people would pick up our sales on, on Black Friday. But, yeah. But and and working in this aspect, like I get it when corporate comes out with some of these things, and you're just like, "Oh, for the love of all, it's holy, not this again!" And you're just sitting there, you know, like every day for the next month, you're gonna have to hear about this, and oh, we need to pump this up, or what are you guys doing? And you're just like, "Stop!" Like you're just counting down to the end of that month is over. Um, so initially, yeah, uh, nobody gets into it because there's just a stupid pizza party that eventually Glenn and Dean are trying to plan that, that is going awry. And it's not till way later during just a casual conversation that Glenn lets it or decides he wants to surprise, he was going to surprise everybody at the very end with the fact that there's a hundred dollars per person for the winning team. And I'm thinking that's the same a, thing, Amy. Such like, a Glenn you need thing. To, yeah, that's what you start off with. Like, <laughs> Open with that. He's so wholesome. Yeah. He always, you know, yes. he thinks he thinks um, the pizza party is is what's going to get everybody <laughs> up and excited. Is enough. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> and then for some people, maybe. But hey, when you start talking about putting money in people's pockets, that's a whole different thing. Um, of course, Jonah being Jonah, he doesn't he's gonna work at a store and doesn't like the idea of selling stuff to people that's 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 jonah in a bottle in a nutshell um yeah and then uh so amy finds out she gathers her team in right and she's gonna try and covertly let them know so that way like their team can start to sell more items right with a head start and then yeah, get a head start, and obviously, you know, she's she's a mom, blah, 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 so hey, I get it. So, of course, who comes in but Sandra? Of course, Sandra decides to go to the snack machine or to the Coke machine, whatever it is. And, of course, it's what happens anytime anybody goes there. Like, the, the, the dollar bill just is not going to work. Like, and I, I can totally see that right there, like... You know, you're trying to put out information. You don't want someone to hear, and you're just waiting. Meanwhile, there's someone in the background with their dollar bill, just trying to flatten it out. <laughs> Pull it out. Maybe swap another one. Uh, um, it's so awesome. Uh, Garrett knows something's up. Oh yeah, Garrett. Garrett always knows what's up. <laughs> um, so let me back up. This this episode was where I got my 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 brona my bromance for Brett right. Um, this episode was the one where Brett brona. we find out Brett sold, <laughs> sold shelf. a shelf. Sold sh- yeah, and, and not nacho, just not not everything off machine. the shelf. Yeah, the actual shelf and the, like the nacho cheese machine or something. Um, I remember uh, when I worked at one of my other stores, we had this older uh, gentleman. Who looked exactly like Brett, and oh, I still have a picture on my phone that I sent one of the people I worked with back then. And I was like, "Dude, doesn't this look like so and so?" And they're like, "Oh my god!" 
It does. Oh, that's he was the same way. He was older. He was stoic. He was quiet. But he was an awesome dude. And like, even if I go back to that story every now and then to talk to people and do stuff, he's always yeah. there. We always have a great conversation. But this was the episode like I fell in love with Brett. Dude, man's a machine. Dude is awesome. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So we got. Mateo eventually finds out there's something wrong. He gives... Oh, yeah. I, I, I don't want to use the incorrect term, but he's giving the little rub burn to Cheyenne. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, so, to so, find out... You know, this is before they're all buddy-buddy, aren't they? Like, we don't really yeah, see them is, two together yeah. that much at, the, at this point. So this was interesting to see that their relationship pretty much starts <laughs> with, with this. That's good. Garrett gets on the mic with his second chance announcement, right? Yeah. Which is <laughs> Which great because I love Garrett on the store mic. You know who You know who I wanted to see more of? Apparently there was an employee named Trina. So Trina, Amy tells yes. Trina... He had to go oh, sleep, yeah. with, sleep with to customers. Make it, <laughs> oh my. To make it just think that Quote she's going to yeah. sleep with customers. She doesn't imply, actually have imply. to sleep with them in order to make sales, right? And, but later on, we see Trina coming out of the fitting room or the bathroom, looking very disheveled, with obviously saying that she had she had just slept with a customer. Dishe- is it disheveled or disheveled? Disheveled. I think it's, it's disheveled. disheveled. Yeah. yeah, I think it's disheveled. I would yeah. love to have seen more Trina in this series. Like, what happened to her? She looked familiar, yeah, too. I don't know if maybe she's been, like, bit parts in other shows, and maybe she left Superstore, but she looked familiar. Yeah, it could be. Maybe she got like a bigger part or something, but it's definitely one of those where I would like to have seen <laughs> right this other characters, and especially now that like Sandra's elevating, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, yeah. What was her Justine's name from uh, Chips and Salsa? Because that that was uh, or Shots and Salsa. Right. As, yeah. As well. yeah. Uh, her. Yeah. I, I can't <laughs> think of her name right now, but the, but the Sal- same Salsa thing. Girl. Like now. That, yeah, yeah. But but now that you're starting to elevate these other characters, right. like now it'd be great to. For these other, the, you know, some of these lesser ones that we, we haven't seen that to yeah. back there. Kind of see the characters um, we forgot about <laughs> right? the seasons. These yeah. one-off characters that we forgot. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I got in my notes. I can't remember what it was from. There was a flat clown and, and a tiny clown. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Pretty much uh, that party's going to have no clowns. Which, which <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, because yeah, uh, Glenn had got rid of. Yeah, Glade ended up getting rid of uh, a bunch of clouds or whatever. Uh, I don't get I don't um, get how the party's budget is like sixty bucks, but everyone gets a hundred bucks for for doing good, I, you know. I know because how many I, people are on each team? Uh, That's like got to be almost like a thousand bucks total. There, at least, you know? at well, least. Well, so you, you figure a super sized store like that, like my last one had around four hundred something employees. So oh, even if you split gosh. it up correctly, yeah, it'd be. Maybe, uh, you know, between 150 and like 200 <laughs> per team, right? Which, I mean, they could, and especially if they continued with it, you could split it up into like three separate groups, right? Right. And you could do three separate things and break the teams down smaller so you're not paying out as much. But, right. Um, Just do the whole color wheel. Teams yeah, two something like that. <laughs> or, 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 yeah, or you could go that, that route too. Um, I love the fact that when they're getting the cake. Oh, yeah. And we see <laughs> this the is the very best part end, of the, the guy writes every <laughs> oh single gosh. thing that Glenn says. Sorry, the best Even part of the, the episode. like, no, don't write this part. And right. the argument between him and Dina, they're literally just like... It ends up with like two or three cakes from everything that he wrote on there. The best part of the episode is is not that part, but the part when we see Garrett reading it at the end, and they call back to oh, that yeah, joke, and you're like, "Oh man, it's like so two, good. yeah." There, it goes to like the second cake, and he's still right. reading off of it. Best like, best punchline. Oh my gosh! Uh, and, and somehow that doesn't surprise me coming from that store, like. And then you find out, like, the guy doesn't speak English. He's going off of phonetic yeah. sounds or whatever. We, and it's yeah. just like... Priceless. So this is, our, this is our first appearance of Adam, right? Yes. Right, right. Yeah. Which I... So initially, not knowing what Adam looked like, I was kind of surprised it was a white guy. Just because I didn't expect NBC to go that route. Nothing wrong. The, character, the guy who plays Adam does a phenomenal job with it. 
It just, right. especially, especially when uh, Amy earlier, you know, with the shots and salsa thing, I, I just didn't see that happening. Um, but yeah, so Adam comes in, seems like a decent guy. This is after Jonah gets his pep talk from Amy about trying to sell stuff, right? Right. So who's the first person he's, he's trying to sell a whole crap load to is mm-hmm. Adam. And, and this is this we, is why it's one of my favorites too. Is this reminds me of like Frasier, you know, where the audience, uh, well, the audience doesn't know it at this point either. But you know, where it's kind of that irony of uh, almost like dramatic irony of, of course, the first person he's gonna he's gonna see, <laughs> is. and then when we do find out yeah. that it's that it's him, and then it's that really dramatic irony where we know Jonah doesn't know. And you're just like cringing almost at, at this <laughs> about yeah, to go yeah. down because you know the tension starts building. She's trying and to just, sell. For yeah, explosion. she's trying to sell yeah. so she can get more money, and then he's selling it to somebody, and they're gonna lose two thousand dollars. You know. <laughs> yeah, especially when we find out a uh, he's looking at a grill with a motorized rotisserie right. burner. <laughs> sure, like okay, sure. Yeah. Um, we find out about his grilling videos where he's like, oh, I hate the aspect of how like yeah. they just suddenly have something made. So everything I do is in real time. So I'm just imagining this two-hour-long YouTube video. Where he's standing there. Could, yeah, where he's like, okay, so then we take the ribs direct, off the direct heat. We leave yeah. it there. We close it for two hours. And then he just kind of stands there. And I'm thinking, is this guy really going to stand <laughs> two hours? Like, like, I, I would, I would not watch the video. I would probably scroll through, like, but I would have to see like this dude really sat there for two hours, right? Um, great oh, yeah. callback. Oh my gosh! From uh, episode, just from a the quick finale. one. He has um, what nine, nine followers and six, three of them he doesn't even know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey. Dude, you know what? That's nine followers. You got to start uh, somewhere. That's man. like me hey, talking hey, about my other podcast. <laughs> Right. <laughs> you got to start somewhere. Um, great callback from the finale or in the finale to this episode. Adam constantly needs some AA batteries, man. Oh, yeah. He, oh, yeah. He's always asking for. <laughs> so when he called, you know, he calls Amy up. He's in the store and he's like, oh, I just got to call my wife. And this was when right after Jonah's like, he's like grills, football, cars, porn. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, I guess porn goes in for that. Sure, why not? Um, yeah, so he calls up and he's, he, oh, so, yeah, I'm in the store. I, I needed some AA batteries. And, like, that hit me. I was like, dude, he did that in the finale, too. Like, what is this guy go Like, I, I guess it was, it was three years apart, oh, so it's co- not like he yeah. used them constantly. But what is this guy always using AA batteries for? Like, yeah. I don't Remote? I, I would love to see. I don't know. <laughs> His 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 uh, remote for his camcorder. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, considering he he leaves it on or, for two or whatever. Hours for like yeah, he leaves everything on. He's probably not hooking it up to a power source. I don't know. Right. Um. And then yeah, so then, then we get the phrase "lookout cookout." So, okay, sure. Yeah. Episode name. <laughs> uh, I got Road Pro Five spokes. I can't remember what that was from. But, oh, um, Garrett um, is selling the bike. Oh, the bike! Yeah, that, okay, that's it. Um, it Garrett's Frickin using the pulls the, the heartstrings. Hey, he's trying to get money, man. You gotta do what you gotta right. do. <laughs> Garrett, um, Garrett can sell too. He, him in a sell off with Brett, that would be. Uh, Brett would Brett would Brett sold the shelf and the nacho cheese dispenser. Well, okay, man. yeah, yeah, but I, I would mean, love to see you know when you see Garrett when he actually is like on a mission. You know, he, oh, yeah. he, he'll he'll do it. You know, um, what was it that what was it that Brett put on the apples or whatever in the finale, or the when in the when they were trying to make go to quad it was like A increases sex drive or something, wasn't it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Oh my gosh. And then he and then he put like they were contaminated with salmonella or something. Right, like, right. To, to, yeah, to get rid. To oh my sell. gosh. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, so funny. Yeah, and he's just standing there very stoic in front of that end cap. Um, oh my gosh. That, that, that guy's mustache. That guy's oh. mustache in this episode was awesome. Mustache man. 
Nailed it. I, w- I would love to see some of these customers back, too. Like, Yeah. Uh, Bring them back. Um, I love Cheyenne this episode where she's on register. And oh, lady, yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the lady's being rude. I, I, yeah. Well, not only that, but I've hated it, too, where like she's on the phone during your right. transaction. And you're trying to talk to her about something. And, and yeah, like I, I've always hated that with customers. Like. Um, like unless you're on an emergency call, like if you, like get off your dang phone before you start doing all that, because then if yeah. there's issues or something, now you're trying to, like you're trying to whisper to me or something. Like no, just have get off their phone. So yeah, I don't. I I love Cheyenne. She's like, okay, you want to play this game? She just starts grabbing other random stuff <laughs> and just swiping it through and adding it. It's like yeah, that's great. I love that. Well deserved. Yeah. Um. So, Jonah started breaking Amy and Adam up this episode, um, in this season. And it, that's been a, so obviously, uh, an episode or two back before, we kind of learned that, okay, Jonah has a thing for Amy. Um, we, we learned in this episode, too, that eventually Amy's not kind of happy. Mm-hmm. But you could see the cracks starting to form, mainly in this episode. The beginning of the end. With the, uh, yeah. uh, for yeah. once in my life, uh, that Adam says. And, and what about, and, and, and then, oh, well, it, I mean, it, Jonah's, Jonah's phrase there, give yourself permission to do something for yourself, rings true, but then, like, he's using it on Amy and it doesn't really work. Like, I get that. Um, but the fact that he tries to throw up her college classes. Right. Like so, yeah. so what are these college classes? Trying to better like? yourself, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Ugh. Um. So, yeah, Joan ends up selling two thousand dollars worth of stuff to Adam, and then he's tra- he's trying to say, well, he's just gonna buy it. Or he's trying to get on the ground floor of Adam's grilling enterprise, and then at some point it was gonna be like a eighty twenty split, and he goes like. Or like seventy, like the, the he starts changing and Jonah at first is like, wait a minute, and then he's like, oh, you know what? Never mind, never mind. Um, I don't, I don't need equity, just yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, because he's like, I'm, I'm worried about giving up, to, you know, that that equity. It's like, getting, oh, okay, I'll shark. Just let me <laughs> like <Yeah>. Shark Tank. <laughs> right. Hey, look, if someone's giving you money, you got to give something up, right? I mean, let's just be realistic about it here. Um, so there's that. Uh, we got uh, we we learned about some of his other kind of failed enterprises. Um, he tried to do a kickboxing gym, um, which probably might work now with the popularity of like the MMA gyms and stuff. Maybe he was just ahead of his time. Uh, a reggaeton album. No, I would album. like to hear that. Yeah, uh, the curiosity me wants to hear it. Yeah. Um, I'll be honest. I'd probably stream it. I would not buy it. Um, Unless it was great, uh, yeah. his homebrew beer. Um, but we, like I said, we learned he's uh, he's trying a bunch of different things. And I don't know. Did we ever find out what his actual job was, or was his actual job just kind of these random business things? Because I know eventually he does end up working at the store, and then he ends up working somewhere else. Well, or she like, said here at the beginning of this episode that he had just lost his job. Right. So. Uh, isn't that what she had said? No, no, they, no. They were they were cutting back on his hours. Oh, cutting back on his hours. So he, I feel what like it would, it would have like, to be it would have like to be like another retail was? job like this. I, I I mean, if you work in like a business office, a lot of times they don't just start cutting back hours because you're like salaried a lot of the time. So like it, I don't know what it would. What is yeah, it would have to be either like retail or sales right. or it, it would have to be something, uh, yeah, something maybe maybe manufacturing or something, something like that where, you know, as production maybe slows down, uh, kind of those guys on the low end of the totem pole start losing hours. I, I don't know, but. Um, maybe he's in propane. In propane accessories. Yeah, propane. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, I don't. Um, I don't remember them saying what he worked as. So, but we, like I said, you can start to see that his work history isn't really steady. 
So I can kind of see the stress on the family there. You got right. a teenage daughter, right? So you got someone who's not really happy with their job. Excuse me, in uh, Amy, who's working tons of hours, probably trying to get any and every extra hour and bit of overtime she can get, especially now that Adam's kind of, his hours have been cut back, and eventually I think he ends up losing his job. How much money has probably gone out for this kickboxing gym, for this reggaeton album, for him to do this homebrewing beer, and they've got nothing back into it, right? So that's adding more stress onto the family. Um, Wait, and, if, and if college courses, con- which are not cheap. Yeah, and, and yeah, no, they're 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 not cheap. Like my like my company, which I'll talk to you guys about after the podcast. Um, my company actually just started something where with a couple of different schools where they can they're only gonna pay like three hundred bucks a year, and they can eventually work their way and get a degree through a couple of different universities. And as I'm talking with some of the people there, I, I just, I had the, the post-9-11 GI Bill from the military, so I didn't have to pay a single right. cent for college. But I know how expensive it is, and I tried to instill in them, like, hey, if if someone is willing to pay for your schooling, you need to take advantage of that, because our state, uh, Our state of Maryland just passed a law where community, community college is free, uh, for I think two for two years I think if um, but you have to take it within I believe two years of when you graduated high school um, and I think there's a certain threshold of GPA but that's going to be starting in like 2019 or, or something like that so um, but you you know you know, you know where they'll get the the people from is between okay the actual tuition will be free but then they'll start adding fees for whatever administration fee. Right. A talking to a counselor fee, a this fee, a library fee, school books, a streaming fee, I mean, books, yeah, books and, are yeah, and then and then we get the books, yeah, but then the schools start tacking all these fees right. that the student themselves is gonna are gonna have to pay, um, and then you have the book racket too, yeah, basically <laughs> that is a pro, that's perfect example. It's gonna be just like microtransactions, like oh, <laughs> the classes are free, but in order for you to to get in the class, you need an ID, and the ID is gonna cost two hundred fifty bucks. And this yeah. and that, and you're just like, dude, like, so yeah, like, so all this stuff is adding up, and even in a place where it's not too expensive to live, like in that St. Louis and that and that Missouri area, like, I get it, the, the cost of living is not that high as compared to where the three of us live, like, I live in Cal- Southern California, DJ, you live in, up by Seattle, you live in Maryland, Jordan, these are all very expensive places. Yeah, Maryland is, yeah. <laughs> Um, so like people, you know, people need to keep track of their money and like figure out what everything's going to do. So you can't just start, how much money is he going to have to put up for his kickboxing gym? Like, right. That's a lot of money. A couple of G's. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Equipment, have, uh, so. uh, the building space. I mean, <laughs> yeah. His rent for the building, blah, blah, blah. And then now he's got to pay people to instruct or for safety and all this other stuff so yeah it adds up um insurance on the building uh you know all that kind of stuff and this is Mm -hmm. this is where like i said you can tell when they had that kind of little domestic dispute um the stuff starts coming out and you can tell amy's not happy at the end of the episode like there's a lot that's not working in that relationship right and they're still trying to figure it out but unfortunately um Mm mm-hmm but on the happier things, like yeah, I forget which team won. Honestly, I forgot what color. Gold, gold, but yeah, gold. But then we find out Garrett has shirts for both teams. <laughs> like they didn't keep track of who was on what team, right? So now Garrett does get a check from it, and then that's where we look and see that yeah, the guy wrote everything during that conversation on the check. So yeah, or on the cake, so it just continues on to <laughs> right. the cake. It's probably like a third or fourth one. And Myrtle um, just wailing on the pinata. Yeah, that, that that one was great. I, I I the biggest story honestly in this one was obviously the whole color wars thing. Right. I either I forgot about or I just the whole them trying to set up a party thing just kind of either didn't. Not that it didn't fit well, but it just kind of seemed pushed so much into the background. Like that you forgot about it. Yeah. Yeah, like it was there, but it wasn't. 
Yeah. It, it wasn't necessary. It was something I totally forgot about before watching this episode. <laughs> The, uh, yeah, I just I remember the color wars aspect. Right. I forgot there was like a, a a subplot or like a part you know in there. It was just I remembered, hey, two teams, you know, money go. Yeah, I I did enjoy uh, Dina and Glenn's moment, uh, kind of uh, where she opens up a bit. She's like, thanks for, uh, you know, you know, ripping up this bear with me and kind of like helping me get through this bird stuff. Like, it was kind of like a a nice moment between them. And it's then they of, start scatting jazz. Right, this is kind of where, <laughs> oh, yeah, where it scatty. starts changing for those two. You know, I feel like the first how many episodes, it was more like a animosity uh, with Dina towards Glenn, you know. But I feel like this this is where it really starts changing. Uh, and you got to think, they, they've worked together for so long, right? right? Um, and they worked so closely together. And everybody in that store... Um, I'm sure you experienced it when you worked in, in, in your grocery store. Right. Eventually, it, it does become like a second kind of family there for a lot of people. Definitely. There'll yeah. be some people who come in, and they just kind of do their job and go, and, and that's it. I mean, and there's nothing wrong with that. But especially, like, when with, with the people I have now, and when I was running the front end at a super center, I got to know them really well. You can tell, like, when they come in, it, like, if there's something wrong with them, if they're off that day, you know what I'm saying? Like... You start to get to know them better, and, and then you can, um, you do develop a bond with them. Oh yeah, definitely. See the, even even you know just seven episodes in the first season, you definitely, you definitely see it already. In the show. So yeah, that was Color Wars. That was definitely one of the the top episodes, I think. And yeah. Jordan, like you said, I really wish this is something they would continue. Would have continued with every year. Right. I think it could have been awesome. Yeah. Like Color Wars two, three, and four would be so great to see. Bring um, back Color Wars. Let's start a campaign, boys. When, yeah, and then like now all of a sudden <laughs> maybe you got like Cheyenne and Mateo on the same team, or then they split up, or like New the backstabbing and stuff. Yeah. Like the fact that nobody will probably want Sandra on their team or Justine, right? Oh, and then or everyone I, will want Brett. I can I can see him like making two captains and then having them like pick teams from there or something. That'd like, be fun. I mean, there's so many different yeah, ways you could cool. go through yeah. that. And you know what I could see? I, if they did two captains, I could see like Justine and Sandra being like the last two picks, and then they're just like, "Ah, eh, we're good." Right. Yeah. Like, there's just two of them standing out there. Sandra or Justine makes some sort of horrible joke that everybody's just like, damn it. And both teams are like, are you good? Yeah, I'm good. That's all we need. Don't worry yeah. about those two. Yeah. Well, let's, let's hope. Man can dream. That, that, could be their, that could be their cold open. Like, they don't even explain it. Like, you got, say, like, like uh, Mateo and someone else, and you just see him like, okay, I'll take so-and-so. I take so and so. I take Elias. So and so. And like we don't know what's going on. And then yeah, it comes down to last two like just on off the top of my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one's for free, Superstore Riders. You, you can have that one. <laughs> um, cool. Jordan, you were um, mentioned your podcast earlier. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about it? Yeah, here's our uh, ad break. Uh, today this episode is brought to you by behind the dreams podcast need information on all things disney the competitor of nbc universal who produces this show we talk about each week then tune in as my (laughs) sister and i go over the latest information on the theme parks movie studios television and hit video games like the upcoming kingdom hearts 3 um this last week we talked i gave a whole review on disneyland paris and my time on my honeymoon and uh, this week, uh, tomorrow, we are doing uh, the Walt Disney World Cup. So we're taking all the attra- a lot of 32 attractions from Walt Disney World, separating them into groups, and we're doing a World Cup style bracket to vote for our favorite attraction. So that starts I like tomorrow. It. Sounds interesting. Yeah, I like yeah. it. I like it. Tower of Terror. Right, yeah, and you can uh, follow us on uh, Instagram at Behind the Dreams Podcast, Facebook Behind the Dreams Podcast, 
And Twitter at BT Disney Podcast. Great. Cool. Uh, have have uh, so have you have, has Disney come after you uh, based on their uh, uh, based on this podcast or no? Or is that is that still an ongoing thing where eventually you have some <laughs> Disney thugs like break down your door? Oh no, there's tons of Disney podcasts. Uh, so they would go after those ones first because they're more popular. Uh, so. Once they start getting shut down, that's when I would know that something's up. But, <laughs> but no, they usually oh, invite okay. these people. They invited them to the special event that was over in Paris. They had a fan days event uh, where you can meet like 50 rare characters. Um, they invited a whole bunch of bloggers and podcasters over. Not me because I only have like 12 listeners. So you have... Uh, <laughs> so I was over there just because of my honeymoon. So it was funny though seeing on like Facebook and... and Twitter people saying like oh we're here for the event and I'm like I got to sign on as mine and say I'm here too as if they invited me uh, yeah <laughs> that was that was nice <laughs> awesome well uh, we look forward to that Jordan um, we'll keep it moving along here next up so we have uh, season one episode eight wedding day sale this was directed by Victor Nelly jr. Written by Sierra Teller Orneas and aired the 1st of February, 2016. All right. When Cheyenne and Bo intend to make lavish purchases during the store's annual wedding theme sale, Amy tries to talk to them about the cost of having a child. Glenn tries to show his support for gay marriage. Uh, initial thoughts. Yeah, uh, I could relate to this episode a lot now uh, after... <laughs> wedding yeah. planning uh for for a good time um and seeing everybody like what well, you know lots of people being like um like uh like jonah and garrett where they're trying to tell you what they would do and what what you yeah. should do um projecting a bit what their right. wedding would <laughs> right would be so like. <laughs> yeah, because I think we kind of got a glimpse of what Jonah's wedding would be like. Uh. <laughs> oh God! Oh my! Gosh. And then that, that, like that is uh, it'd be such a Jonah wedding too. Like. I feel I feel like he'd get married inside of a tree somehow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I enjoyed this one more this go around just because I really related to it more this go around. At the, when this aired originally. Um. Well, when it aired originally, I didn't watch it, so it would have been later in the fall, but I had just started getting engaged probably like a month before when I first watched this. And at that point, we weren't very far along on on any of the planning. So now that we went through all of that, uh, I could relate to it more this time than I did the last time. Yeah, definitely. Um, this was great, too. Like a nice, like uh, it's hard to follow up Color Wars, but this stood on its own as well. A lot of laughs, even as you're reading the synopsis yeah, again. Yeah, this just, is uh... one I just totally <laughs> forgot about. Yeah, I just totally forgot yeah. about this one. Same, yeah, ditto. Like, yeah, it's a nice, nice watch. I forgot about this episode until I watched it. Um, it was, it was, it was pretty good. Um, there were definitely some good parts in there. Uh. I'll always take an appearance from Bo anytime I can get him. Like that's without a yeah, doubt. Right. Bo's great. Um So have you guys ever heard of the, the Filings basement wedding sale in New York City? No. Well, okay. I, I no, remember like this this is based off of that. So like I remember watching this episode and I like I remember like once a year Filings Basement in New York City has like a huge wedding sale like this where like oh, dresses that's... are like 70 75 percent all like it's like it's this huge thing they, they had that in friends and... actually yeah that's where like all, the three girls and friends go to, go and get in like a fight over these wedding dresses yeah but yes oh, like shoot. that happened that that really happened so like that 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 opening scene where like there's so many people like at the door and as soon as they open the door it's like a black friday stampede or something Right. That happened. That is a 100% legitimate mm-hmm. thing. And like I said, Filings Basement marks the stuff down like for one day a year. And it's like people go and 
They have to work all night to get it set up, and then people come in, and the store just ends up thrashed because any and everything is gone. Um, so yeah, this is kind of based off of based off a true story, kind of I guess. Um, yeah. Uh, so as they're setting up, and there's the like almost like the zombie type mob at the door outside. Um, you gotta love Glenn's line. God doesn't make mistakes very often, but when he does, you have to throw him right in the trash. Great, great job, Glenn. Way, way to accept everything. Uh, I, I want to say it was Garrett, was when he looked at the price on something, was just like, is there cocaine in this or something? Yeah. Because um, the dresses yeah. looked identical. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But one, yeah, one was like nine hundred more or something, and one was uh, and, just a white dress. Yeah, one was just a regular dress, and the other was a wedding dress. <laughs> um. So yeah, they open the doors. The zombie horde comes in, and next thing you know, like everything they just set up is gone. Um. Like I said, we get Bo. We find out Bo got hit by a car when he was younger. Yeah. Uh, the person. The person who hit him was legally blind and super drunk, um, and he was he started going towards the light, and then they settled out of court. I think he only got five. Oh my grand. gosh, dude! Yeah, yeah. I like when he tries to do do the math, and he's like, "Man, I have to get hit by like this many I more cars. By, <laughs> I got to get hit by so many more cars." Yeah. So, okay. So two things. I would like to have seen Bo before the car accident. Yeah, what if he was like a like a Homer Crayon thing, right? Right, like a normal, <laughs> he's a normal guy and then he gets hit by yeah, a car. Yeah, something tells me he might be kind of like Marcus now where he's a little developmentally, developmentally disabled after the car accident. Like, if he started going towards the light, that means he was legally dead for a period. So his yeah. brain shut off. Is that how why he's the Bo we now know and love? Could be. Yeah. Or could be yes um and, and then just just i i just love bo his whole mur, 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 and throwing money yeah. like making it rain and then he leaves his, he leaves all the money on the shelf and forgets where it is like yeah oh jesus oh love that guy um we find out dina has the arm strength of a chimp sweet baby jeebus not surprised uh yeah no no I'm not um and uh she was gonna have to dislocate the shoulder of a girl in order to fit that dress on her and the girl's like all right let's do this yeah what w- was it that was it that okay. serious with your wife where where with a dress where she's like all right if we got to dislocate a shoulder for it <laughs> this is what we're gonna have to do no um, no she uh uh it was actually one of the first ones she tried on I think that uh. And, you know, they did the, you know how it is now, you know, where they go to the place and they, have you ever seen Say Yes to the Dress? I have. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure you have. No, no knock on that either way. But no, where, where they, yeah, you know, you the whole family it. goes pretty much and sit there. They watch her try on dresses. Then they're like, oh, you look beautiful. And then they're like, okay, that's my dress. And then, you know, that was it. Uh, did you okay? So here's a question: Did you see the dress prior to the ceremony? No. Okay, my my second marriage, uh, we had a bigger wedding than the first one, and it was the same thing. I did not get to see what the dress looked like until she walked down the aisle. I was with her when she went to go pick it out, uh, but however, uh, as she was looking at him, I went to a different part of the store or somewhere else. And then uh, she picked up the dress. It was bagged up. Didn't get a chance to see it. Okay, great. And I didn't see it until the, the right. same thing. I didn't see it until she walked down the aisle. And I, I was fine with that. I liked it that way. Uh, it made it more special when she actually came down. You know, because people do, like, first looks now, too, where, like, they right. they take pictures before the actual ceremony together, and it's, like, the first time that they see each other. And it could be, like, a half hour before the ceremony, an hour before the ceremony. But one, yeah. I didn't like that because one, it, it felt like there's going to be a lot of pressure on me, uh, you know, because a lot of those first look reactions, it's like, look at how he's crying, and you know, look at how, yeah. and I was like, that's a lot of pressure for me, right? Um, right. No, no, I get it. Yeah, so I, 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 and I thought it was more special having... to just go with the tradition of, of 
just yeah. And, and as soon as she started walking down the aisle, I could barely see her. It hit you. As soon as I started seeing her walk down the aisle, I bursted out crying. So it was. Um, yeah, it hits you. Yeah, it's a big moment. Um, Man, <laughs> beautiful. That's beautiful. So we got the. Uh, there was a lady who was on house arrest trying on the gown. Oh, I wonder yeah. if we got if she got special permission to go to that. <laughs> yeah. Um, Must be a backyard wedding. So many great things out of that. Uh, so two 17-year-olds, uh, we find out Bo... I, like, I didn't know Bo was 17 until this episode. Honestly, I thought Bo was older. Like, it wouldn't I have could, surprised yeah. me if, like, Bo was, like, 19, 19 or 21 or something. I, I, but... It, that would make, yeah, more sense. Like, but I don't know. But maybe not, actually. Yeah. Well, it's just one of those things, like, it wouldn't have surprised me if Bo was older than Cheyenne was. Um... But it is what it is, you know. We find out he's seventeen as well, mm-hmm. and ne- like neither of them have the concept of money and everything right. else. So that's that's interesting. Um, right. This is this is the episode where Mateo comes out to us as fans, right? Um, and Glenn, Glenn's character could have gone so many different ways with this. Oh my gosh, yeah. But. I like what NBC did. Okay, you know what? Right. It's a different time. Like they 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 could have went the old typical cliched way of 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 he doesn't accept it. Maybe they have to change his mind or whatever. Blah blah blah. But they were just like I, I like how they were like okay he's he's a good enough human being where uh, maybe his religious beliefs don't line up with that, but he still accepts Mateo for who he is. Like he does it, and, and I like that. Um, very inclusive show um, and mm-hmm. just seeing him trying to do uh, various things uh, to to put to put like that display on was great yeah um, right so what I was thinking here is like it's it's when we're talking about Glenn's character and stuff it feels more real this way. Uh, than people just outright rejecting. A lot of times people are open-minded about this, and then they might still say some stuff that might be a little stereotypical, but it's coming from like a good place where they're trying to make you feel comfortable. You know, the way that he was trying to, at the end there, where he's playing like the nightclub yeah. music, Club and he's music. doing that, yeah. and he, it's because he searched yeah. gay parties, you know? Yeah. <laughs> he Googled the world's gayest party, right. and that's what uh, he came right. up But with. he's trying and to do something nice, but it comes across as very yeah, stereotypical, you know? But um, and, and, and the thing is, like, and I, I mean, I, I don't have to, I, I don't know how people would experience this, because that's I can't say, but I can imagine that conversation between the other two characters that were there, yeah. where they were like, hey, like they're looking at him and they see that he didn't mean anything right evil but like he was there was no there was no evil behind what he was trying to do he was coming from a good place and then even one of the characters was like look at him he's like your dad 2 years ago when we came out yeah. to him and you know and then like they kind of just got a laugh out of it like okay you know like right but like I, I can just I can't imagine Glenn even googling that. Like, hey, let me Google world's gayest party, and then yeah. But like I said, he's just so he's 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 a horrible manager, but he's such a great person, and that makes up for so right. much. And he like his character really cares about the people he works with and those around him. So yeah, and Big time. even even the fact that he was well, even the fact that his character decided, you know what. Because it, it is a big thing. Now, let me let me try and make a, a wedding display for a same-sex couple. Like, that's not something, especially in that part of the country, that a lot of people right. would do. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he was willing to do that and came up with something like that is, I think, really great that they were willing to go down that road. Definitely. Big ups to NBC for that. Yeah, like I said, like this show's very inclusive, and they and they they do a lot of things in the in the right ways, and that's one of the best things about it. That's why we love it. Yeah. Um. Amy trying to like so Amy's trying to be the kind of mom Amy to Cheyenne again, trying to get get across to them how much stuff costs for a baby, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. 
Dude, like, dude, she, game, like, the mini game. <laughs> yeah, but this is like honestly, this is something that those two really needed because they weren't, they didn't grasp the concept, or at least Bo wasn't grasping the concept of like, hey, I have a yeah. baby on the way, and like my life is about to change because every dollar I get is probably gonna go have to go to that child. So yeah, she she starts rack, she she comes up with a great idea, and they start shooting stuff with a gun and start racking up points. Oh. Hey, look how many points I got. No, that's not points. That's dollars. That's how much this is going to cost. And then she starts adding in other stuff. That's not even counting this, that, or the other thing. Yeah. And reality check. Bo taking off running. Running is just absolutely hilarious. I love that. Like, I I even forget (laughs) what he said, but just Bo, like, take it off like that. I I can. Oh, man. So then all of a sudden, Dina has to get involved because uh, he she, he took off with one of the whatchamacallits, one of the scanning guns. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, <laughs> doing asset protection. Dina, that's Dina's jurisdiction now, right? Okay, whatever. Um, so now they're in Dina's truck, which we've seen a couple other times after this of right. Amy and Dina in the truck. Um, we get another callback from later. Uh, season 3 has another callback with the I, we, this is where we find out Dina had specially ordered the truck with no radio. Yeah. So there's no radio in the truck, and that happens again later down the road. Is um, is this the first journey out of the store? I think it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it might, it might be. First time we step out, like, out of the store. Yeah, I, I think it is. Yeah. Um, It... it it doesn't surprise me that Dina has cans of beans sitting in her car like that, in her truck. Um, I don't know why that doesn't surprise me, but I can definitely see that. Um, yeah, definitely. Another another callback from the season three finale to this episode. Uh, Dina singing "Oh Danny Boy." Yeah, she does not know popular music. <laughs> just just traditional Celtic songs. Uh. So then that's how we end up with Jonah and Garrett with trying to calm Cheyenne down and help her plan her wedding. And that's how we get the multiple different wedding thing that, that like, this is how we find out Jonah's wedding would be a horrible thing event that I wouldn't even want to go to. Mm. <laughs> the best line of this, I feel like, is when uh, later on when Garrett shows gets the white dress and he gets the green dress and he's like, White dress, what a curveball! He's like, yeah, because that's what a wedding's supposed to be—a series of curveballs. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would, I would, as like as much as I would like Jonah, I would probably just get something off of his registry, right? Sent to him and probably throw a gift card in there. I might even maybe show up just so like I could shake his hand, congratulate him on the big day. And then, like, I've probably got to bounce. Like, I can't imagine what kind of wedding this is going to be. They're probably going to have, like, a granola cake and some sort of weird artisanal crackers and goat's milk. And everything's artisanal. Maybe some boob cheese in there. Yeah, like, there's going to be so many that, like, Catered catered by Marcus. I'm not going to want anything to do with this at all. Like, I can just see it now. Like, you know what? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go. I can see the RSVP where it's like instead of like do you want chicken or fish or beef, it yeah it's gonna be like tofu. It's gonna be some weird stuff where it's like, yeah. I, I don't want any of this. Yeah, yeah. Um, don't don't come don't come hungry to Jonas' wedding. Right. Yeah, I I can see a bunch of people like in the parking lot before the wedding with like Burger King, McDonald's bags, like chomping down in there. Yeah, like, before they go in. Like, comes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, before they go in. That'd be me. That'd be me. Yeah, I couldn't do it. A bunch of chicken nuggets in my car, thinking to myself, "What am I doing here?" I had I had Um, chicken tenders and fries for my meal at my wedding. So um, sweet. That's for for my meal. Everybody else had steak and crab cake, but I had (laughs) I had chicken tenders and fries. Whoa, 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 whoa! Let's back that up. Why did Why did everyone else have steak and crab cake? You had chicken tenders. Because uh, I wanted chicken tenders. It's my day. Yeah, it's his day. <laughs> okay, so let's let's back that up again. It is not your day. It will never be your day. It it's is your my day, day too. It is not. I've done this twice. It is not. <laughs> um, 
And by you saying that to our hundreds of listeners on this podcast, they're going to get the wrong idea. Guys, this is not your day. Just forget about that aspect. <laughs> hey, she agreed um, with me. She was like, have whatever yeah, you yeah. want. It's your day, too. So, yeah. Well, there no, we no. I, like, I, like I just I, I just find it, not that I there's anything wrong, I just find it weird that, like, oh, yeah. everyone else has steak and crab cakes, and you're just sitting up there with, like, chicken hey. tenders and fries. Like, hey, this, Now, if everyone had, like, like chicken tendies. tenders and fries, I'd be like, hey, let's do it, but. We gotta cut costs somewhere for everything else. Guess what? Chicken nuggets and fries for everybody. <laughs> you just get to pick the sauce. Right. This man likes his tendies. Um, um, is this um? This is the beginning of Dina and Amy, Amy becoming friends. Right. Yes. It yes. Is this cool. is where they start talking and they get to know each other a little bit better. Um, we find out Dina has a taser. That doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah. Um. Um, they're in the car. They spend some time together talking. This is where we find out once again that 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 uh, Amy had you know what's her name when she was like nineteen, and she's just trying to help those 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 two out because she sees them heading down that path. Um, we we hear about one of the guys that Dina has dated. She dated a oh my uh, gosh one gay. One was racist. One was mean and a redhead. They were all the same person. Like they were all the same person. Yeah. Oh like, my gosh. Geez. I want to. Just want to meet that person, man. Sounds Dude, freaking how can hilarious. You be a gay, racist, mean redhead. Like that's that, yeah. That's the most. She hit the jackpot person. with that one. She hit the jackpot well, so, with that. Okay, so here's the thing. That I think that's the second most unique person because I have a friend of mine. She she works in Maryland right now. Uh, from the military. Oh, cool. She, it, it's a female, right? Okay. She's redhead. She has blue eyes. All right? So that right there is a very small percentage oh, wow. of the population. Beautiful. She is left-handed. Mm. And she is born on February 29th. She's a leap year baby. Wow. Wow. Like, she, like I, I tried <laughs> to do the math. I can't, I can't figure out how to do the Holy math. Holy crap. She literally may be, like, the most unique person in the world. And like I'm trying wow. to find a way to figure out like she's one in what it, like whatever it is, but yeah. you start adding all those combinations up, there can't be but like maybe. holy crap, yeah, that's cool. That that's that's awesome. <laughs> sounds like a sounds like a made up person, but it, they're real. Cool. She is 100% real. Yeah. Um. I, I so when they're in the car, I started wondering with their conversation, what was Dina like as a teenager? Oh man. Like, Teenage Dina teenage would be Dina. one of those, like, I would love to see. Like, I would love for this, this show to have a flashback episode. And we could see, like, younger versions of right. these people. Like, like how we Mullet had, Glenn. uh... What, <laughs> yeah, Mullet Glenn. Uh, business School Jonah. Um, I, I, would, I would love to see Teenage Dina. I would love to see Garrett before the, the accident. Which something tells me it's just Garrett right now. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Um, it's gonna happen, hopefully. Um, I would love to see those things. Yeah. Um, when uh, when Mateo said that Jesus might have been gay, you could literally see Glenn's mind like snap. Yeah. Like his mind just like the hamster yeah, on that like, wheel okay. up there just stopped running whatsoever. And Doesn't yeah, he say he uh, it's Tuesday, so we're almost closer to Wednesday? Oh, yeah. or... <laughs> no, he's like, no, he's like a. So it's Tuesday, right? Uh, Bo's mustache conversation. That that's awesome. Uh, and then uh, I forgot who said it, but the phrase "ass deep in elegance." That <laughs> oh, would, my that yeah. Gosh. Oh, that's just great. That that like that line got me right there. Alter- alternative. Uh episode title for us a little too risky um, <laughs> I think I'll stick with Lookout Cookout but <laughs> yeah Lookout Cookout yeah. or I need some double A batteries what I, I had yeah, uh, I, another one I had was a Clown Clown 9 Clown 9 <laughs> uh, so we, we find out Dina goes to the shooting range all the time um, and that place is different than her range Amy's a phenomenal shot oh, yeah, it looks yeah. like Oh yeah, uh, that's that's kind of scary, and apparently that makes her the second hottest girl at work. Yeah, yeah. is Dina counting herself I, as number is, one? Yes, Dina. Or, I don't one. know. Uh, 
I think so. So, so that's the thing. Yeah, is Dina so. number one? If D, if Dina's not number one, who would be number one according to Dina? I, I, yeah, uh, I don't. I don't know. I don't we haven't really so. seen yeah, no, at I this think... point. We hadn't seen that many women. Maybe there. Trina. But the, yeah, maybe Trina. But they they've had some fairly attractive women that worked there. There was Trina. There's Cheyenne. Oh, and then there's the saucer uh, girl. Yeah, uh, we we. Uh, I can't think of her name. Um, yeah, probably. Yeah, she's just gonna be salsa girl forever at a day. Yeah, honestly, it's, it's probably Dina has herself as number one though. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> Yeah. You know what? And I keep forgetting that they have the storyline of her liking Jonah in the first part because yeah. it, it, it's just so odd. Like the way that she like went over to him at the end of the episode and then started cracking up laughing when he did like nothing. And I was just like, man, oh, yeah, this was yeah. really different. It's a very different, uh, Dina, than what I'm used to. Like, and it was it's a slow burn with that one. Like, like they, yeah. they kind of just let it simmer and just let it take its own way. I, yeah, I love um, I love how Jonah's just like brushing it off. Like, oh, hey, what's up? And she, yeah, like, and she just like starts cracking up laughing. No? <laughs> he he's well, he's just so oblivious to what's going right. on. Yeah, and because he doesn't know that, like, yeah, when he was talking to uh, Garrett before about hey, can a can a, a coworker date a supervisor? He doesn't realize that Dina's right behind right. listening to that. Yeah. He doesn't realize that she was trying to find out his <laughs> his marital status in the beginning, you know, so like all this is conspiring against him and he's not, you know. Yeah. So we find out Bo's last name is Derek. Yep. Uh, like the model, right? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Did not see that one coming. Love his fake resume. Oh, yeah. Know, right? Harvard and all kinds of stuff like that. But um, yeah, you gotta. It's kind of. Kind of. He said he didn't. He didn't change the template, right? So it just kept all that it, stuff it, in there. It's oh, possible. Yeah. It's it's possible. Just, or he was just trying to see, like, hey, he's just trying to make himself overqualified. Oh my god! In all fairness, I don't. I don't know if Bo is smart enough to decide to put stuff like that on. His no, no. He said it was a template, and he didn't change the template. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's. And that's what I'm saying. Like I'm pretty sure it's that I don't think he's smart enough to try and right, figure out a exactly. Oh my gosh! You graduating know, magna cum laude from Harvard. And things. I I would watch um, a compilation of Bo going to some like high profile interviews just based off this resume and him just like <laughs> just going back oh, and right. forth with the oh you just how <laughs> yeah. you know you know the only thing I can equate it to is Step Brothers. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, uh, that's the only thing I can equate it to. Exactly, um, it'd be just like that, but probably more ridiculous, <laughs> or at least the same. Uh, the Farrah Abraham collection of wedding dresses. Yes, uh, that is that just like that broke me right there. Dina I just, knew I who she was though. Dina knows. That's okay, fine. yeah, but she doesn't know. You know, any popular major music. Yeah, <laughs> popular music, but she knows Teen Mom to the T. I guess. <laughs> That's and a, that she's that's a porn a, star. Amazing. She knew that too. <laughs> yeah. She's up on her celebrity got, gossip, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. And then we got, I think it was uh, Bo again, a baller ass wedding and a baller ass life. Yeah. That's all. That's all anyone can ask for, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. So hey, you you've got the first part. You've already knocked out the first part there, Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. All, all you got to do is have that second part. You're good to go. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Definitely. Working on it. <laughs> so that is these two episodes. Yeah. yeah. What, what, uh, what do we got next? Next week? We're getting to the end of season one now, huh? Yeah. yeah so all that's three left, left is for season one. There, yeah, there is three episodes left. You got All Nighter, which I forgot that's a great about. One. That's a great one. Yep. That uh, good. Demotion, and then the season finale. Okay. Yeah, those will be refreshers for sure. I cannot totally recalling them right now but all nighter is the one that really i thought it was the show was hitting its stride at that point so cool um we got a deeper look at the characters it reminded me a lot of like um casino night from the office Ooh, and yes um and the episode of parks and rec where they all <laughs> go out near the end of season one rock show when they go see andy's band play and everything mouse rat yeah and then, yeah. And then so then they play was, a thousand uh, candles in the wind yeah. Um, but yeah, so so um, I, I feel like that's 
every show kind of has one of those episodes where it really starts like where it's more about like uh, the characters, and I felt like that's what All Nighter is. So I'm excited to see that again. Cool. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. I, I uh, until I like looked through my my Hulu Hulu queue. I forgot about the episode All Nighter, and I was like, man, how did I not put that in my, my, my top list? Um, like I said, I completely forgot about it. So They should call it right. a Kulu. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, there you go. Uh, all right, everybody. Thanks for listening to The Break Room. Um, be sure to check us out on Instagram and Twitter at TBR Podcast at Facebook.com backslash Break Room Superstore. And send us an email with any questions you have at thebreakroomss at gmail.com. Other than that, you have a great week. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. Thank you for shopping at your Cloud9 Supercell. Music provided by bensound.com